está la cripta! Ay, 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 hola, ay, cariño. Hola, amor. And welcome to Uy, qué horror, a Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I am Johnny. And I'm Eileen. I almost forgot. I know, I saw that. Uh, hi, everyone. Hi, Johnny. How's it going? It's going pretty well. I, uh, you know, regular Saturday morning cram. I'm full of coffee and... Eileen and I, she's got a full cup of cold brew or something. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so get ready, everybody. Strap on, as we like to say. And um... <laughs> strap it on, guys. <laughs> and uh, we keep saying, as we were getting set, we're like, save it for the pod because we are quite excited to talk about this movie. How are you doing yeah, before we I'm get doing to the movie? Okay. It's a little chilly in New York today. And. Mm-hmm. Um... I watched this movie under all the covers, not mm-hmm. because of fear. Well, a little bit because of fear. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but mostly because of freezingness. Yeah. But yeah, in the closet, living it up, recording a pod. The huge uh, classic yes. Saturday. My favorite. My favorite day of the week now. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's fun to shove a horror movie at 7 o'clock in the morning in your face. Yeah. I mean, that's the regular thing now. Get up, make some coffee, and it's like, okay, here we go. Let's get into this. Well, this week I picked the film. You sure did. Now, <laughs> I want to give some background, some reasoning in this one. So our research team at Wikiorror, a.k.a. Johnny and myself, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. We, when we compiled our movie list so that we can have like the reference to go to and just like go down the list and pick a film, mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention too hard whether these movies would be readily available to us yeah and um i think you do a better job at like like when you're picking your film making sure that it's available one that's <laughs> that you can find yeah. and i on the other hand i'm like this looks good next let's do that um which is kind of what happened this time around uh well my my way of usually doing is like there have been so many movies on our list that i've been like this one nope can't find it this one nope i can't find it which yeah i I guess you know that sucks because a lot of these movies are not readily available to us they're they're left on the list because at some point i hope like they will be maybe they will or, yeah, eventually at some point we'll yeah. find it but this one so let's tell them what we're watching today yeah 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 <laughs> so uh so i picked a film from colombia uh because we haven't gone to colombia yeah. yet and so i was like this looks fun it's called al final del espectro so i've sent johnny the text i was like this week we're watching al final del espectro do not be confused with the mexican remake which we'll talk at the end of the the episode um so immediately i am like okay boop 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 click 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 i want to find this movie and then i was like where did you find it because i can't find it anywhere And I was like, "Oh, you did you really did it? Oh, okay." And then and then you're like, "Wait, I found this." And it's a YouTube link and it's mm-hmm. definitely like somebody recorded it off of the TV. And not only did they record it off of the TV, they like snipped the top, the bottom, you, the sides. You can't even see the full frame. Not the full frame it at is all. And grainy oh, oh. as fuck. Oh my god, the grain and mm-hmm. it's just it was and there's no subtitles, and you know uh, yeah. our gringo Lati- Lat- Latino asses were like, 
what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I think so, I. Th- I mean, I felt like I did pretty well without the subtitles because the honestly, Colombian Spanish is very clear. Me too. Yeah. But the problem for me was there was some sound moments totally. that I was like, "What the fuck did they just say?" And it wasn't that be- I didn't understand the Spanish. It mm-hmm. was the sound was bad. The sound was bad. I, there were a lot of rewind moments for me where I had to like be me like, too. "What did she just say?" Gotta go Correcto. back. Yeah. So we let you know now, listener, that this may be a hot <laughs> mess. <laughs> Can I just say one more thing here about like Please. this version that we found? So yeah, I found this on YouTube, this movie. Yeah. So we hope that you go watch it. It's on YouTube. Just look it up. Unfortunately, the quality is bad. But as I was watching the movie, I was like, I can't do this. The quality is just too bad. It's terrible. It's terrible. I was halfway through and I was like, no. So I found another version and I started to watch it and I was like, oh, it's pretty much the same. And then like, you know how on your computer screen, like has it has like pictures around it sometimes, yes. you know, usually like, ads like, and shit. Yeah, like ads and stuff. This one. So I was watching it. I look up and I was like, oh, that's that's an ass. That's. that's oh, my God. You're in, a porn. Ass in a vagina. And then I looked to the right and I was like, that's a dick. And I was on. <laughs> A porn site that was for some reason hosting this movie, but it was the same link from mm-hmm. the YouTube thing. So I was like, "What's going on here? Finding this movie might lead you through some, <laughs> some like well, porn corridors." That happens often, where people will be like, "Here's a movie that might get taken down if it's posted illegally or on sure. YouTube or whatever." People post it on. Pornhub and like wow. for example, my friend Jeff, he loves My Hero Academia. Matilda Reese, uh-huh. bless him. <laughs> he loves My Hero Academia, which is like an anime that nerds go nerd for. Uh-huh. And they released a movie last year and he was nerding out over it and he mm-hmm. said, I watched it in the movie theaters and then I went home and I found it on Pornhub and I watched it again. And I was like, This is crazy. <laughs> hey, listen, no shame. Find your secret movie on Pornhub and then watch some porn if you want to. There's Honestly, no shame. It, Live your if- life. If the better quality film was on Pornhub, I would have watched it on fucking 100%, Pornhub. 100%, but it was the exact same thing, just like the Motherfucker. link was whatever. We watched bueno, it, we committed, we watched it. The thing the thing is it gets frustrating at times, but yeah. it's doable. Like it's yeah. it's fine. But like Eileen okay. said, there will be some moments of like where I I'm pretty I'm sure I'm not sure. I where we'll both be like I think this happened. I maybe <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's also a complex. There's some complicatedness within the movie that is probably we're going to we might be idiots in this one is all I'm saying. Let's talk about this. (laughs) Here we are. We're in Colombia. Al final del espectro from 2006, directed by Juan Felipe Orozco and written by Esteban Orozco and Juan Felipe Orozco. Okay, brothers, lovers. Dad and son. I believe. Who knows? I believe they are brothers. Nice. I think cool. they are. Would you want a little synopsis here? Yes, please. Okay, here we go. After a traumatic situation makes Vega an agoraphobe, she decides to live like a hermit in an apartment because of her father's recommendation. But some strange things start happening. That was a synopsis that was much longer, and I was like, "Cut this! Cut this! Cut this!" <laughs> it's a little weirdly worded, but. You get what we're trying to say. For sure. Okay. Well, here we go. Al final del espectro. Vámonos. So we open with 
a a woman in the backseat of a car and she's been being driven by a man through like it seems like a wooded area but it's still mm-hmm. kind of urban there's still like buildings and stuff but it's very tree-y uh which i'm mm-hmm. assuming is just what colombia looks like just in general sure. beautiful have you been there never been have you oh me either no never I hope to go someday, but never it's been. It's supposed to be gorgeous. Um, I would love to go. Me too. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> so Right now. She's in the back seat. She's wearing her sunglasses. They arrive at a really big building that seems very ominous and large. Ooh, it's horrible. It's yeah, dark and it's spooky. Dark. Oh, and, this movie yeah. was real dark in general. I never knew, yeah. and I mean visually-wise, like I couldn't mm-hmm. tell what time of day it was. At any point in time. Same. They get to this building, the her and the man that has been driving her is her dad, and he's like he he gives a tour of the apartment. Here's the bathroom. Here's the library. The library. The yeah. Like the book I, area. It, it's clearly I like guess. a previously lived in space that he's found. There's a bunch of weird paintings and pictures all over the walls there's which i think if we had a better visual of the movie we that those pictures would have made a bigger impact on us yeah uh Mm -hmm. but yes there's lots of old paintings and things like everywhere he's like here's the bathroom here's the kitchen he basically is like you're cool here we gotta make sure you have some rest like it's really important for you to rest just rest and she's like Mm -hmm. dude i'm afraid to go out and to the street like I'm fine I'll be here it'll be cool so we kind of are finding out that she's got agoraphobia and isn't trying to live a normal life right now she's just trying to get over maybe something bad that has happened to her she puts in a bunch of cameras all over the house and her dad is like are you sure this isn't gonna make you paranoid and she's like no it's gonna make me feel safer and he's like, mm-hmm. okay, but it this also was weird because, mm-hmm. like, I was the the dad on one hand when they arrive, he he tells her, "We just want you to be better, stay here, and get better." But then it's like he doesn't really give her the space to do what she wants to do. He's like, "No, you shouldn't be putting cameras up." He can't, kind of gets a little huffy with her. It's it's an odd like you can't really because she's. It also seems like maybe she's there unwillingly. Like there's a a back and forth that I was like, "Wait, what?" Totally. And then she also says, "Unless I misunderstood," but he's like, "The cameras are going to make you more paranoid." And she so he's being kind of shitty with her. Right. Um, but he found her the place. But yeah. then she's like, look at this shitty place you found You found me. Este so she's lugarcito. Being, yeah, she's like, this. Um, she's ungrateful for it. So it's like, okay, who? what do you guys want here? Yeah, who What's the? Who wants what, where, on? when, why? Like, Yeah, this is a tense, tense relationship. Here. Yeah. So event, he leaves, I guess. And now we see her sitting on the floor looking through some pictures of a guy uh, and her, and then she gets she gets on the phone and she tries to contact a guy named Heidel, and she's like, somebody ans- else answers the phone, and she's like, hi, can I be connected to the room of Heidel? Que se yo que puta, his last name, and the lady on the phone, <laughs> and the lady on the phone is like, just a minute, please. It's like an operator style person is like, I'll connect you, or like. Uh, what is it when uh, a door, a doorman, like, you know how... It's your front desk or front, something. A front desk kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It rings, it rings, it rings in the 
as after she's connected, nobody answers. We cut to her scrubbing the shit out of a tub. Yeah. And, like, she's real sad. Did you notice something? So she's freaking out in this tub, scrubbing the shit out of it. It focuses on the drain. Did you see something in there? Like, was, like, inside the drain? Yeah. No. It, like, focused on the drain hole, and I, I think, think we're in... supposed to see something in there, but I couldn't tell what it was. I think in general, we're we're just supposed to, because we see the drain a lot afterwards, like, they yeah. keep going back to the drain. So yeah. maybe it was just, like, learn this drain, because it'll come back, I think. Another point of unclarity in this movie Ex- for us. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and she's real sad. She's crying. She's upset. You know, mm-hmm. there's a knock on the door. She goes to look through the peephole and a, a woman is standing there and she's got real crazy eyes and she's kind of snotty and like wiping her nose in a weird way. And she's like, hi, I'm Carmen from next door. She wants to welcome this new gal, Vega. She's like, I live next door. Just want to say hi. Say how's it going? Whatever. And Vega's like, No thanks. I'm, I'm still getting settled in. My shits in boxes. I look a mess and whatever. And this lady takes offense. She's like, Oh, okay. Well, excuse me. Like I look, I don't look that great either. I just was trying to be nice. Whatever. You didn't even tell me your fucking name, ho. Like now. If I okay. saw that lady through the peephole, I I'd also would be like, no thanks. Even, I am not an agoraphobe, but I would have said, I don't have time right now. Thank you very much. You're weird looking. Everybody's no. got crazy eyes in this movie. The, literally, one of the characters that's coming up throughout my notes, his name crazy is Crazy Eyes. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got, I, I mean, the movie should be called Crazy Eyes, is what <laughs> I think. I mean, it's. <laughs> Insane. Yes. Um, so she gets upset and she's like, Ni me dijiste tu pinche nombre. And she's like, and she also is like, oh, just by the way, don't think that I don't have anything to do. Like, I came here to be nice. So she's real butthurt about not yeah. being invited in. Cut to our friend Vega. She's back in the tub and she's like. That's it. She's just in the oh, tub. Oh, I wrote, I wrote, she does the K hate. What? K hate. She does the thing I hate. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I knew. I knew. Okay, listen, you're going to say it. I I knew Eileen was going to say this, everybody. What what happens? So she's in the tub. She gets out and she picks up her robe that's on the ground. Not a towel, terry cloth robe. No, she picks up. It's like a fabric robe. The thing that I hate the most in films is when people get out of the shower or get out of like a wet place and they put clothes on immediately on top of their wet body. Like fabric on top of wet skin is my biggest pet peeve in the whole wide world. Every time I see it in a film, I want to punch the wall. I hate it so much. Now this is not a thing that people do in real life. This is a thing that is fully a movie fabricated thing that must end, but for some reason continues and continues and continues. Why? Can't we just (laughs) have a moment where someone grabs a towel and dries off really quick and then puts clothes on? It's infuriating. It doesn't bother me as much as it does (laughs) you, but every time I see it, I'm like, does do people do this? Like, is this real? There's no if, frick, there's no way. If it happens, you're sick, and some and you should find seek help because that's your something's wrong with you. 
Ugh, and in the meantime, buy some thick towels and dry yourself off because it's unhealthy. Listen, you leave water in places like that, that's not good for you. You got to dry your body. Yeah. Dry your body. Dry your body, you fucking <laughs> bitches. Anyways. <laughs> so she puts on this robe on top of her wet body. And yeah. she sees that the hanger that's in a closet nearby is moving on its own. As she's looking at this hanger, the tub like starts to drain. And I wrote, I jumped at this. It was like, oh, a, I full, <laughs> full jumped, full, full jump. The tub yeah. goes conk, and then it starts draining. Yeah. And she looks down. And she's like, oh, OK. Yeah. So there is this like vibe of paranoia with this woman she's she seems unwell mentally and this apartment is real dark real creepy lots of corners lots of closets it's creepy in there i wouldn't like it in there no way yeah so she goes to bed and she looks over and there's a bucket of cleaning stuff and she's like oh okay here's a bucket (laughs) of random cleaning things and then she she snuggles in and goes to bed. And this is a point where I wrote, everything is so dark, what time is it? Like, I don't know what time it is. No idea. Is it day? Is it night? Who knows? All of a sudden, someone's knocked. She hears knocking on the door again, but it's not her door. It's in the corridor outside. So if you were to picture this, like, outside of her apartment corridor, she's the floor of her where she lives has three apartments hers Mm -hmm. and then two across the way from her that are kind of right next door to each other she sees a girl outside of one of the neighbor doors and she's banging on the door and she's asking for carmen vega is looking through the peephole and this girl is punk looking or rave rave looking i couldn't tell like what her clothing vibes were too grainy too grainy but as Vega is looking through the peephole, she kind of like accidentally touches the chain on her own door. So the yeah. girl outside hears that and she's like, hello, who's there? Who's there? <laughs> I found this so irritating. I don't oh, know God. why. Like, because, okay, as we learned in uh, the last episode, El Sanatorio, when you are just weird for weird's sake, it really bothers me. And this woman, this girl, sorry, this girl, she comes up and she's like, I hear you. Are you in there? <laughs> Can I tell gonna, you like, a story? Oh my God. Like, I'm going to tell you a scary story, okay? Like, I am so irritated. Like, who are you? Why who are you, are you outside of my door? This woman, Vega hasn't even answered her, and she's like, Yo te voy a llamar la amiga de la puerta al lado. And it's like, okay, I didn't ask for that. Why are you calling me? La amiga del puerta. Hola, amiga de la puerta al lado. Like, go fuck yourself. Get out yeah, of my fucking get out of door. Here. <laughs> oh, another thing. She sniffs the doorway. Yeah, she's like. She goes up close. She's like, are you a man? Are you a woman? She's like sniffing. At- it's so irritating to me. I don't it's need too much. your creep vibes and your <laughs> raccoon eyeliner to be all up in my business, ma'am. It's so 2005. Like, it's just oh. like, she looks like she listens to Panic at the Disco or like yeah. My Chemical Romance and just like dark bangs over her fucking eyeliner filled yes. face. My You've God. seen her MySpace profile picture Absolutely. everywhere. Yeah. You know who we're talking about. Totally. So she goes back to bed and she like kind of wakes up from like seeing 
some weird dreams that she's having, like weird vision kind of things of like scissors and the drain and like a weird lamp. And she like wakes up startled and she looks over and she sees that the bucket, the cleaning bucket is not there anymore. Weird. Mm -hmm. Her dad arrives with sushi and he's like, Hey, I bought you the sushi. Let's have lunch. And he says to her, maybe we were hasty in enforcing this vacation on you. Like, are you sure you're okay in this apartment by yourself? And she's like, this is fine. I can't be a slave to my mind. And by the and by besides, like nothing else worse can happen to me after what happened, which we never we don't find out at this moment what happened. Yeah. We cut to her propping open her front door so that she can take out some bags of garbage, it looks like. This is a moment where I was like, I wish I had a clearer picture because the way it was shot, you could see like a painting of a woman's, like it's a portrait right out behind her. Yeah. It's like black and white and it's big enough for it to be like a creepy woman like looking at yeah. you. It was real I that gave me weird vibes. Well this is this just goes to show how grainy it was because I didn't think it was a painting. I thought it was a full like photograph of this woman. Oh maybe but it was a photograph, but it was a knows? black and white framed picture. Yeah. Of... And it's literally like you open her front door, boom, there's this creepy white right smack in the middle woman's face. Yeah. As she's getting ready to take the garbage to the to the garbage chute, she hears one of her neighbors come up with a dog. It's a Doberman. So she hurries back inside and the dog goes straight to her front door and is sniffing at her stuff. And this <laughs> this is where we meet Crazy Eyes. Oh, yeah. who, it's, so it's the neighbor from the other door. So we have mm-hmm. Carmen and this young weird girl that's uh, listens to Panic at the Disco, and then <laughs> exclamation point under and the then F of the Panic, <laughs> yeah, Panic <laughs> at the Disco, and then this is the other neighbor on the other side, uh, Crazy Eyes and his Doberman, and he like pulls at the dog. The dog is like I, I barking Let dog. Me in there, yeah. And then he pulls again, and they go back into their own apartment. Once he goes inside, she comes out with her trash. She goes to the chute to throw in the garbage, and she hears them talking. Now, this is another moment where I was like, if only I had captions. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Because I didn't understand a goddamn word. All I heard was like, and I was was too scared to turn it up loud because I knew I was like, a jump is coming, and I don't want the jump to be too loud and scare me. So I I have no idea. Neither do I. Who knows what they were whispering. And then as, as they're talking... The dog barks, and that's the jump. And you're like, oh, yep. shit, the fucking dog. Scare the shit out of me. Me too. And she runs <laughs> back inside. Now she's dusting some of these old books that are in her, like, in this apartment she's living in. And she opens one, and she finds an old picture of a man and a woman. And in the back, it says, Javier y Victoria. Great. Cool. Now she's in bed, and she's reading, and she hears, like, breathing and whispers and, like, it. I wrote sex breathing. I was, at first I was like, is somebody having sex in her in her apartment? I also th- thought it was sex breathing. Yeah. The whispers don't come in until a little bit later. So at first yeah. you're like, oh, someone's fucking. But then the whispers come in and you're like, oh, no, this is 
this is this weird. Is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of following these whispers and breathing, and she goes to her closet and she pulls apart like the clothes that are hanging in the closet, and someone is on the other side. She freaks out. She faints. Yeah. And she falls backwards. Was uh, it a mirror? Happened? I have no idea. I thought it looked to me like she was looking into a bathroom. But then she falls back and it's her in the bathroom and she's hit her head. I honestly cannot tell you what it was. This was very weird. I was like, is it a mirror? Did she like pull apart the clothes and see herself and like freak out freak and out. faint? But then I it was like a toilet was there. And it, but there was no toilet behind her when she fell backwards. I, d I honestly don't. I'd say the mirror theory is probably the closest one. However, I don't remember it ever coming back later. Not at all. But I wrote here in all caps what just happened because I have no idea. I also don't know. So it was creepy enough to be like, whoa. Oh, no, it fully the scared me. But the important part of it is that she bangs her head on the floor when she faints and like enough to like get a cut. So we yeah. see her in the shower next, like cleaning her head and there's blood coming down into the drain. So now she's back to watching her TV, which has all the camera footage from all the security mm -hmm. cameras she has up and she falls asleep. And she has another one of those like visions with like the drain and like a lamp thing and a like it's they're all very fast cuts of like random shots of like a cage. There's a cage at some point that yeah. you see, and then she again wakes up. But this these, time, all of these shots to me, I immediately thought this looks like the ring. Like in the video, like the actual video segment portion of the ring, like the cursed tape. You've seen the ring, right? I it's been a long time, but yes. Well, in like the cursed tape, there's a bunch of like quick, creepy shots. And I was like, this is very much like The Ring. And as we continue through this movie, uh, it, the, the J-horror influence is thick in this movie. The Ring, The Grudge, all that shit is like coursing through the veins of this picture. It was clearly influenced by that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. So she wakes up from these like creepy visions and again, this creepy dream and she hears the neighbors again. So she goes to the door to look and she sees the young girl, the panic actor disco comes out and Carmen, who I guess is this girl's mom. Yeah, I think so. She comes out and she's like yelling at her and she's like, bueno pues, largate. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's the only thing you can do is fucking leave. Largate pues, que no sé qué. And the girl is facing the, the neighbor's door and she kicks the door because a dog is barking at this time. And she's like, cállese. And then she leaves. Then Carmen, who stays behind, knocks on the neighbor's door and then they let her in. Yeah. This was very so you, strange. Yeah. I think the reason here is you're just supposed to you you see that these the two neighbors across the way, Crazy Eyes and Carmen, are clearly they know each other. They're sure. familiar enough with each other that she can just go right into his apartment. Right. So the plot thickens in a creepy way. Exactly. Basically. So now we're back in the apartment with Vega 
and she's watching VHS tapes and we see Jairo, who is the man from the pictures that she was looking at earlier and the I guess the guy that she wanted to talk to on the phone before. He's like, hola, yo soy Jairo, no sé qué puta, whatever his last name was. Mm-hmm. Y I'm the assistant director of this production. We're here to watch the Corrida de los Toros. So he's like, we're here to look at this thing. I'm, I still feel a little drunk from last night. I'm, I'm a little stinky. So we're like supposed to find this man charming. And then he's like, mm-hmm. and now if you look behind me, this beautiful woman is our director and it's Vega. So they, mm-hmm. and then they kiss. And so she's watching this and smiling and it's like lovely, I guess, memories for her. You clearly see that this was a person, like, they were in a relationship, yes. these two. Yes. And then I, I wrote, but they are lavas, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it seems as though they are lavas. So she picks up the phone and calls again, and the lady on the phone is like, Hello, ¿cómo te puedo comunicar? Or whatever. And she's like, I'd like to be connected to Jairo no sé qué puta's room, please. A woman answers this time, and she's like, Hola, Vega. It's me, Jairo's mom. Vega doesn't even say anything. She hangs up the phone. So now she's brushing her teeth. This is one of the moments where I was like, we don't have a full screen because a shadow goes by. And in the video, in the YouTube video, it's literally like, un poquito de la cabeza, like just at the bottom of the screen, just like, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. What was that? It still scared me. It scared me too, but it was you could totally tell like they chopped off the sides. Uh, yeah. But, you know, this tiny little shadow in the bottom of the screen goes by. And she looks up from brushing her teeth because she was spitting in the sink. And the hanger front that was moving before is moving again so all these moments are all very like scattered and it's all very short like let's show you how this girl is being creeped out how she has this fear and paranoia it's it's all very choppy kind of yeah moments. it is creepy like i will say that i was actually creeped out by this me too and it doesn't quite tell you whether you never you're never sure whether this is the paranormal or like is there somebody in her apartment with her like an actual person yeah it's very i found pretty creepy i agree i definitely was like uh ghosts but not maybe not so now she's in bed and she's asleep and uh you hear the static of the tv which is also static from the security cameras and we see Uh, from the perspective of the security camera that someone is in the room with her and Mm -hmm. this person is like crawling from the side of the bed and reaches over to touch her and she kind of like wakes up and turns and that person is gone and it's like this long hair it's very ringy like you said totally and when she there's supposed to be like a reveal that actually shows the thing kind of off to her side but she doesn't see it yet before it crawls into bed i like heard the musical sting that's supposed to that like scared us Mm -hmm. but i was like no veo nada (laughs) i couldn't see any i was like whatever's supposed to scare me i can't see it back there yeah absolutely which sucks i wanted to see whatever it was exactly and there was there was a lot of moments like that where you're like i'm pretty sure i'm supposed to be seeing something here and it's either cut it. because they made the, the the screen shorter or the 
it it's so shitty looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. We see Panic at the disco, uh, sitting outside. It's just what I'm gonna call her now. <laughs> I'm gonna t- her her name. I, we're gonna continue to call her Panic at the disco. Oh, but, she but does... her name is eventually when we find out her name, uh-huh. it's a piece of work. Uh, do you want to tell it now, or do you want to wait no, till we get there? No, let's get because like, I wrote it down. I was like, oh, I've it's been 45 minutes, and now I found out this girl's <laughs> <Okay>. name. <laughs> So Panic at the Disco, she's sitting outside in the corridor and she's like playing with buttons. Like Mm -hmm. she has a little, like a case, like a sewing case is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So uh, back in the day when when women sewed, like women's people still (laughs) sew. (laughs) But people that actually like sew a lot, usually have these like cases that carry thread and buttons and things and whatever mm-hmm. and so she it seems like she has one of those and she's playing with like random buttons panic of the disco hears that vega is behind her door there and she says hola amiga de la puerta de whatever what was it hola amiga de la casa del lado de la puerta del lado de la puerta no del lado no importa whatever. hola amiga de la puerta del lado <laughs> and the door opens and so basically vega's like come on in i'm inviting you in finally yeah surprising I was surprised as well. So now we cut to them sitting together on the floor of Vega's apartment. We learn about Panic at the Disco, how she hates living with Carmen, her mom, because she's gross and drunk and she's like, Mm -hmm. she treats me like shit. And then she asks Vega, why don't you leave your fucking house? And we find out what happened to Vega. And Vega basically says she was part of a documentary crew and they were filming these like bullfights, I guess, or bull runs or whatever and they were going to get some interview shots with like the crowd to for the use for, for their the, documentary use for the documentary and there was lots of people there it was really hot there was like 500 different people Heidel was behind her with the camera and uh, all of a sudden she turns to look and she sees a man with a bottle full of gasoline and he throws it and there's a huge explosion and there's chaos. People are running all over the place, getting trampled and Heidel got like swallowed by the flames because there was yeah. so much fire. Um, now, this was just I mean, she never really explains fully what happened, but I'm suppo- I assume this was just like an arsonist, just a random attack. I feel like the reason why they were there to do documentary stuff, I may be fully making this up, but sure. may, they, the people were protesting against well, it? Well, interesting you say that because in the tapes that she was watching before, it said manifestaciones. So, Be, entonces yo creo yeah. que sí. It people must have been people were pissed of bullfights. Bullfighting. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a guy gets pissed, throws a bottle, explodes. Heidel gets caught all up in there. And and she says, the funny thing is, I had this bad feeling that day. Like it felt I just something was wrong and I knew something was going to go bad. And Panic at the Disco says, you had a premonition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes women have that really often. <laughs> And I really love this line because uh, Vega says, Yo creo que en esta casa espantan. That is so, I, what? Yeah. That's so weird. It was, which it basically, if you translate it, it, she says, I think in this house they spook you. 
And it's but the yeah. way that it's phrased, it makes sense. But it's like it's such an uh, it was such an interesting phrase to me. Yo creo que en esta casa espantan because she brought it up real randomly. It was like, oh, you yeah. have a premonition about you know sometimes that happens, and she's like, I think in this house they spook you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But she also Vega does also seem very. As much as she's an agoraphobe and she does not want to go outside, she also, the way that this actress at least has done this, her choices lead you to believe that she is desperate to be like, something's up here and I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. The phone calls, her inviting Panic at the Disco in, like she needs to talk to figure to it somebody. out. Yeah. yeah. Because she's seeing these visions and she's seeing the yeah. hangers move and all this stuff. And she's dealing with all that trauma in the first place. Hello. Then Panica at the disco says, I once went to my school's pool with some friends. They like snuck into the pool. They snuck into the pool. And she's like, I had to pee. I don't like to pee in the pool. So I went to the bathroom. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, I went to the bathroom and I was peeing and I heard a little boy crying. And when I got out of my lavatory Thing. I saw a little boy. He was about twelve years old. He was empapado, is the word she said, which I mm-hmm. I love because we say that too. I thought empapado, like he was soaked, and he was in his bathing suit. I asked him, like, "Are you okay?" And he said, "No, I'm sad because my family forgot about me or they abandoned me. Here's my phone number. Can you call?" And so she calls. She she's like, "Le preste mi toalla." I lent him my towel. And she calls the phone number that she that the boy I guess gave to her, and she's like, "Your son's here." And the lady on the other line was like, "My son died today at that pool, or drowned, mm. or whatever." And she's straight up like, "From that moment forward, I could pee in the pool." <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Which I'm- I was like, "Wait, was your story a joke or are you serious?" Because no, it's like there's no moment of like, "Oh, that was supposed to be funny." Yeah. But I'm gonna say, I really liked this scene between Panic at the Disco and Vega because that story gave me the creeps. Yeah, it was real creepy. It was a nice yeah. little like ghost story to tell. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For I sure. thought it was well done. Totally. So she says. Panic of the Disco says, you know, if someone dies very suddenly or if they commit suicide, quedan atrapados en el bajo astral. Mm. So like in the in like the lower the astral, astral plane. plane yes, yeah. is what mm-hmm. they, they people get stuck. So she stays over and they fall asleep on the floor. There's a box of Domino's pizza, which I was like, oh, Colombia's got Domino's. I mean, yeah. Nicaragua has fucking dominoes. Yeah, we had it in Bolivia, too. I remember. It was like a huge deal when it got there. For sure. Maybe Uh, want pizza. Me, too. (laughs) (laughs) But... So Vega wakes up and after having another like weird vision dream of the drain and a pair of scissors and uh, again, the like lamp flickering and this weird like cage thing. And there's also blood in the tub like in the drain part when you see the drain you see blood in there too so she wakes up and she finds that panic of the disco is gone and but that she also has put a button on her like a like a button right was that a button yeah it was a button because she was fiddling with it before when she was telling the spooky story uh yeah panic of the disco was so this is her thing her her like that is kind of a thing that like 
emo thing what buttons everywhere isn't it i don't know isn't it like funky haircut myspace people (laughs) buttons everywhere i don't know dude why not who fucking knows these weird kids kids these days (laughs) in 2006 um i mean when we were kids basically (laughs) (laughs) so now vega having talked to panic at the disco goes on the version the colombian version of google called agora and uh looks up Fantasmas. Agora. <laughs> Agora, which means now in Portuguese. Uh, she Googles fantasmas, ghosts, and bajo astral, the astral plane. This is another thing that I was like, I wish I had a full screen and I wish that it wasn't, that it was visually a little bit better because they were zooming into like the article she was looking at and highlighting the word suicidio and fantasma and whatever. And then there was a bunch of pictures of like random ghost sightings and shit like that. And then she looks over to her like nightstand and she's, there's a necklace there or like a bracelet of some sort. And she picks it up and the name Victoria is on it, which is the name of the woman from the picture that she found in the book. Now, This is what I thought Uh was in the drain of the tub when she was scrubbing ferociously, but they didn't make enough of a big deal about it. Oh my God, absolutely, you're right. But they didn't show her pulling it out or anything, but I'm pretty sure that's where that was. That's, I think you're right. Maybe she didn't even pull it out. It was, you know, whatever it turns out to be, placed it there for her. Mm, Okay, because I I was like, where did this fucking bracelet come from? Because again, the way that it was cut... Like when she looks over, they do like a pan and probably like a, a zoom in or like a clearing, uh, like a, a focusing on the yeah. bracelet. But because it was so low in the shot, you couldn't really see. Like I didn't realize what she was looking at until she went over, picked it and, up and turned it over yeah. and it said Victoria. Totally. So she calls her dad and she's like, hey, dad, what's uh, who lived here before I came to live here? And her dad's like, nobody lived there. Uh, the people that owned it, Javier and Victoria, were the last people that lived there. But, um, you know, when she died, when Victoria died, he didn't really want to fucking live there anymore. And she like perks up. She's like, oh, sh- this bitch fucking died. Mm-hmm. Apparently around around the, when she was like 37 or so. She's also super, like she's trying to just tell her dad like, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm chill. But she is distraught on the phone. Absolutely. She's all over the place. She's, yeah. Like, and then, which then leads her to go crazy in her apartment. And she's just like pulling out books and like trying to search for something. But you can't really tell what. And she's just yeah. literally like pulling things from the shelves and lifting and looking but you can't like what are you looking for girl and eventually she sees a little door she opens it and it's like a closet and there's a trunk in there the trunk is full of a bunch of the things that she's been seeing in her dreams like a dress and this like weird cage thing and it's It's like a bird cage bird chime thing yeah they she calls it a mobile at some point like a yeah right you know what i mean doesn't she get a visit from from panic at the disco or does that come later? Where Panic at the Disco is like, I'm sorry for what I did this morning. And I was like, what did you do? What did she do this morning? Yes. Yeah. So Panic at the Disco does come over to the door and she like knocks and is like, I'm sorry for what I did, which I think it means just leaving in the middle of the night without saying oh, goodbye or anything. I see. Okay. And Vega never answers her. She's like, and silence. 
Yeah. So she sits on her bed and she's like kind of like creeped out and looking around and she hears behind her movement and shaking and vibrating and you see that the paintings on the wall are like moving as well and then yeah. she just fucking shoves her head right up to the and puts her ear up to it and i was like ma'am no Girl, what are you doing and then a fucking <laughs> screwdriver almost comes through the wall and almost not, gouges out her eye not even a screwdriver like a full drill that makes yeah. humongous holes like the kind that has that like blade almost at the top of it you know you know like yeah. that makes to that, make like a big hole to make a big hole so yeah. she's like what the fuck and she, then <laughs> just a crazy raccoon eye pops in and you hear panic at the disco <laughs> at the other side being like hey girl now we can talk all night and all that stuff and i was like uh yeah she's like i wanted you to see my room now you can see it so i'm put a hole through your wall girl no. I don't care. I don't fucking give a fuck. So that's basically what she says. She's like, stop making holes in my wall and leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I hear Panic at the Disco's name the first time, which is Tulipang. Yeah. Tulipan. Which means tulip in English. Uh huh. Pero Tulipang is. It's. Demasiado. <laughs> no. And she's like, mira Tulipang. <laughs> we are assholes. She's but like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Mira tulipan. Mira tulipan. No, brother. Don't be making holes in my fucking wall, tulipan. <laughs> so, so now she's like even like it's this seems to like make her even crazier not tulipang but vega and so vega, she yeah. grabs one of the security cameras and puts it in the peephole of the front door right now she's back in the tub and she's having more flashes of these like dreams that she's having but she's awake like she's she she's just like remembering these visions of like the tub drain and the the scissors and the blood in the tub dream and that kind of stuff and all of a sudden, she starts hearing whispering around her. She kind of has her hand in the back of her head, and she pulls mm -hmm. her fingers, and she sees there's blood there again from when, I guess, when she smashed her head like two, three days ago? Yeah, this thing is still bleeding. Or it's all in her head. Sure, yeah. So there's blood on her finger. She looks over the tub lip. And on the other side of it, there's a woman, like, dark, creepy hair. Like, it looks wet, like wet hair. It's the ghost from The Ring or The Grudge. Like, Absolutely. That is who. that is who it is. <laughs> totally. And she's looking right at her. And the lights flicker on and off, which is something she's been seeing in her dreams, too. Because there's a particular yeah. lamp sconce. Is that the sure. word? Um, yeah. That is, she keeps seeing. And it flickers on and off, and then it goes dark. And this moment was real crazy for me because it was mm -hmm. like dark and then not, and then light again. And the woman was there and then not there. And then she's trying to get out of the tub. It the was a little bit too much uh, like darkness, I'd say, for this. Like, you know, I think we both get the effect that they're going for, but I, it was incredibly confusing as to what the hell was going on. Absolutely. Because the, the woman is approaching, but then at the same time, Vega's trying to get out of the tub, 
And then when everything kind of goes back to normal, Vega looks over and the hangers are moving again. The same mm-hmm. hangers that are constantly moving. And then again, she does the thing I hate. She puts on a fucking robe on a wet skin. And she, <laughs> and then she, at this point, she's so freaked out, she tries to leave the apartment. She's like tr- running through because she feels like she's being chased by this woman ghost ring person and she opens her front door and then her agoraphobia like hits her hard and she's like she can't leave the apartment mm-hmm. so she closes it she goes she tries to call Javier which is the the man that lived there in that apartment with his wife Victoria who was in the mm-hmm. picture she calls Javier but she's too nervous she hangs up he calls her back because he's straight up star 69's her like she's like hey I don't mean to be intrusive and I don't mean to be <laughs> uh, metiche or whatever, but mm. how did your wife die? It's like, girl, Whoa. ma'am. This is none of your business. None of your business. And uh, he's like, well, um, he, d- he doesn't even say. She just goes crazy and is like, how did your wife die? Because I found this trunk and there's a bunch of shit in here. And like, oh, my God, uh, did she kill herself? Did she kill herself in the tub? What do you think? And he's she like, also, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, like he, well, first of all, that is weird. Like, why are you asking me this? She lists a bunch of the things that she's found in the trunk. She also says, el espejo que se rompe. What? Did you see that in there? No. I have no idea what she's talking about. Me neither. Absolutely no idea. Maybe it was the mirror that we thought she like looked in before when she gave herself a fright. Maybe. Sabe? I've no, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Also, it's supposed to be the middle of the night and it's bright, bright. daylight. Because when she calls him, she's like, perdón eh, por llamar tan tarde. Or no, not even. He's like, it's kind of late. Why are, do you need yeah. anything? Why are you calling so late? And she then she's like, did your wife kill herself in the tub? And he's like, right. whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, my wife died of cancer. The stuff in the trunk is stuff that friends sent to her to help her feel better, but that didn't really like do anything. Oh, I didn't catch that. At I all. think wow. that's what he said. Who sure. fucking knows? And then she has a moment where she's like, "Hold on, did you kill her?" And he was like, "Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what?" And she's like, "Uh, uh, uh, click, hangs Bye. up." And literally looking at the phone is like, what are you doing, Vega? What are you doing? And it's like, yeah. yes, girl, what are you what doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Could you actually, though, explain to us what you're doing? Because we're very confused. So confused. In this movie. So immediately after, she calls a person named Chris, a woman. Who, and she, who is this person? Who? <laughs> so she's like, hey, Chris. And she's like, Chris is like, girl, it's late. And fully the day is bright outside. Like the sun is out. Girl, it's late. What do you need? And she's like, I need you to do me a favor. So she kind of like sets up more cameras around the house. And then we get another phone call. And it's Chris calling her back saying, mm-hmm. well, this is what I found out. So you can kind of tell that maybe she was a researcher for for uh, Vega, maybe when they were sure. production company, Making whatever. documentaries. Who sure. knows? And she's like, this woman, Victoria, that you asked me for. First of all, I had to really, really listen. Ooh, yeah. Because this was, they put the effect of like, 
this is a person on the phone on the other line, so it kind of mm-hmm. sounds farther away and whatever. So I had to rewind a whole bunch, girl. So she's like, yeah. this woman, Victoria, that you told me to look up, she died of pancreatic cancer, which makes Vega be like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But what about the other thing? The other thing. And Chris is like, no one has died in that building, either of a natural death or of or of a violent death. This house is clean. <laughs> yeah, she literally, she literally <laughs> says, el edificio está limpio. And, okay, guys. Okay. So while she's on the phone with Chris and she's, this is, this conversation is happening, she's watching security footage on the TV in front of her. And as she's watching it, she sees herself in the foot in the camera from her bedroom and mm-hmm. she sees again that ring lady crawling on the floor and crawling up onto the bed and reaching over to try and touch her and she's genuinely sw- scary very scary. scary very scary and she looks over <laughs> her shoulder to see if she's there and there's no one there Spooksville. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to Spooksville. <laughs> Population you. Uh, <laughs> so then we cut oh to a God. delivery guy coming to her door and I think delivering more cameras, right? Is that yeah. what he's delivering? I think so. I have I'm not quite sure. Look like neither. printer paper boxes, but I think it was full of camera stuff. I think so too. And she threw the doors yeah. like leave it at the door. I'll grab it and he's like, "Okay." Leaves. She opens the door and starts bringing in all these boxes into her apartment, and she looks down the hallway and she sees the bucket. The bucket that was in her bedroom back in the beginning. She sees it in between the two doors of the neighbors over there. Yeah. So now when she looks into this bucket. Oh yeah, cuz she walks she, down she walks down the hallway yeah. to look into the bucket and she pulls out a bloody rag? That's what I also put question mark bloody rag? I think so. Bloody rag. Maybe? Sure, I, maybe. Why not? And as she's there, who shows up? But crazy eyes Magoo and his Doberman. Yeah. And, and she also as she's looking at the bloody rag, she's like fueron ellos. So she She's like, oh, it's these it people. Them. It's the neighbors who did whatever it is. Yes. Who knows? Her paranoid mind. Mm-hmm. So after she says it was them, here comes Crazy Eyes Magoo and his Doberman. And he's like, hello. Like just the craziest eyes. Like, huge. Hola, que no sé qué. He's basically trying to talk to her. And she like looks behind him. And sees that her front door starts to close. And she yeah. just is like, fuck you. Doesn't even ta- acknowledge him. And just goes beelines towards her door. Goes inside. Slams the door in his face. And he's like up close into the fucking peephole. And she's with looking huge through. Eyeballs. With huge eyeballs. Huge eyes. He says to her, Carmen told me you were mala gente. That's... And I... Excuse me, sir. You are literally crazy-eyed peeping into my home right now. Right. I'm mala gente. Pero yo no creo que mala gente quiere decir, like, you're a bad person. I think that means, like, you're... Uh, you don't have manners. That you're antisocial or, um, or kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But then he grabs the bucket. 
Yes. And takes it into his apartment. He sure does. So she goes back into her bedroom and she's sitting there and she kind of like has her hand up to her face. And I was looking for blood on her fingers. Me too. But it wasn't blood. She was looking at light. There was a light mm-hmm. hitting her fingers and she kind of follows the beam and she sees a fucking humongous hole in her wall. And then yeah. she looks over and then there's another wall, a uh, hole in the wall. And all of a sudden we just see that there's all these holes from the drill that Panic at the Disco Tulipang has done to her wall. She straight up is like taking down some of the pictures and paintings from the wall behind her bed. And there's like a bunch of fucking holes. So many holes. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to the door and there's fucking Tulipang and mm-hmm. she cuz she tries to look through the peephole and it looks like blocked. She opens the door and there's Tulipang and Tulipang is like, "You know what? You're right about what we talked <laughs> about last Tulipang. night all night long. All night long we talked about it. I'm going to get re- I'm going to get out of there because, you know, she's horrible and she treats me like an insect and she's the worst." And then she's like, she picks up two bags that are next to her on her feet and she's like i'm moving in and vega's like okay this uh, the final nail on the fucking coffin you we're not friends bro who the fuck i do didn't you think have you a are? conversation with you i never talked to you about this yes we didn't talk at all stop making wickles in my wall bro like i don't yeah. need holes in my wall or you as a friend you're crazy and she again she's like we're not friends tenemos que cortar which from what I know in my Spanish, cortar mm-hmm. usually means when you break up with someone. You said nos cortamos, like we broke up. Mm-hmm. Interesting wording for this. So now Vega is fully a mess. She's like her, got bags under her eyes. Her apartment is a disaster. There's cameras fucking everywhere. She is yeah. in full paranoia mode. She's sitting in the middle of her room and she's asking this ghost. She's like, if you're not Victoria, who are you? And then we see Crazy Eyes Magoo comes up to her door. Like we see it through like the because the now there's footage. the camera footage in the peephole. And he knocks on the door and he's like, hello, hola. And then basically unlocks the door and starts coming in. And, and she, she freaks out, freaks out, runs to the front door and she's like she slams it. And she's like, who the fuck are you? What the fuck? And he's like, Vega. Let me in. I'm checking in on you. Javier told me to come check in on you. And she's like, how do you know my fucking name? How do you have keys to my apartment? And he's like, we're the ones that clean the apartment before you came and decided to become a paranoid, insane hermit, which explains maybe the bucket that he brings into his apartment. Accidentally, maybe he like left it there on accident because he was cleaning before she got there. Exactly. But that also means that at some point he he must have entered her house while she was sleeping. Or yeah, and took that bucket. Exactly. Which is real creepy. Yeah. At this point her paranoia does get the best the better of her and she straight up says, It was you, like you all killed that woman. Yeah. So now she's assuming that they killed Victoria or whoever this woman ghost is that she's been seeing in her apartment. And she and he's like, Javier told us to come check in on you. You're not doing well. And she's like, you're lying. She fully yeah. is like, están mintiendo. Now she goes back to the picture of Victoria, the one she found in the book. And she's like, I'm going to help you, is what she says to the picture. She goes to the trunk. She pulls 
it out and she pulls out the dress that's in there, the lamp, and then the mobile thing, like mm-hmm. the cage thing. She puts on this old timey dress. It looks like a Victorian dress, which This at, woman at, died in nineteen seventy four. What is she doing wearing this dress? I have no idea. But I was like, yeah. okay. So she puts on this yeah. old timey lace black dress and she yeah. puts on the bracelet that says Victoria behind it that we didn't know where it came from. Then she heads on over to the tub, which is still filled with blood water. It looked black to me. I have no idea. I, Maybe I, I was I, like, what's happening? She filled up the tub, mm-hmm. but then it's like she so she she filled it up because I think that's part of her whole, like, I'm invoking this spirit. You know, I want her to manifest. Uh-huh. So she fills up the tub. When she goes back to kind of take a peek at it, it's filled with, looked look like to me, black water. Maybe it was the blood water. But then she gets into the tub did you also notice that Uh on the head where you would lay your head on the tub there's there was a blood stain there like i did not notice that so that's why i thought it was blood maybe it's blood who fucking maybe it's blood why is that a head thing there like that mark yeah The, the clearly the blood that the head hit was an important thing that we're supposed to follow because before you also kept seeing it like on her pillow. Yes, there's a blood stain on her pillow, yeah. And like now apparently I totally missed it, but there's one on the the bathtub. It's a thing that you're like, the head injury is part of this. I guess. I guess, exactly. Like that's the best I can give everyone here is we guess. Yeah, for sure. You know. So she's in this bloody tub, I guess. Fully clothed. Fully clothed in this old, timey dress. So now what happens is the camera pans away from her and goes into the bedroom and zooms in on the TV with the security footage that's still fucking playing. And Mm. someone in the camera footage walks by and then that same shadow seems to walk by in the actual room in front of the TV. And then at this moment, she's in the tub lying down and the dress or the water kind of like becomes tentacles or tar or something. Hair? It becomes something real creepy and moving on its own and like crawling out of the tub. And she looks up and there's a woman on top of her. Again, that like ring-esque grudge situation. It tries to drown her, correct? I don't know. It just spooks her. It spooks her. It does something to her. So she freaks out and runs off. And, and and she tries it and she's like gets to the outside corridor and faints or blacks out or like yeah, she literally like passes just... out from fear, I guess. Sure. And then we yeah. see that she's being dragged back into the apartment. She wakes up and Tulipang panic at the disco is and it was her that dragged her back into the apartment. And we see these again, the flashes of the dreams that vega has been having we also see that vega's hands are being tied behind her back and then you pan out and we see tulipang standing there next to her little uh sewing case that she has and vega is face down in this tub not like drowning in it 
because it's not fully full, but she is, because her hands are tied behind her back, it's all very awkward, and she's kind of, like, flubbering? That's not as... Yeah. Floundering. Well, she's, like, she's basically, like, hog-tied, you yes. know, with her hands and feet behind her back. Yeah. So she's really, like, struggling to breathe. You know, she, she, she keeps trying to, like, pull her head out. Exactly. It's really awful. It's very bad. And Tulipang is like, I thought we would be best friends. I thought we would be sisters, but it turns out that's I'm not sure that's what you want and she pulls out a pair of scissors which is something you we have seen often in Vegas's visions and she says te voy a hacer caso voy a cortar contigo so i'm going to i'm going to listen to you and i'm going to i'm going to cut with you i'm going to cut it out so she grabs those scissors and she heads on over to the tub and climbs on top of Vega and she's like, I'm going to shove these scissors into your chest or I'm going to put them on your chest. And if you blink, I'm going to lean into it until I see that there's nothing in your eyes anymore, which is like, ma'am. That's hideous. That's I awful. didn't catch all that. I didn't quite understand. But that is really horrible. Now, wow. here's the thing. I don't think I also I had to rewind it a few times. And I'm like, is that what she means that she's going to lean in? Because what happens next doesn't seem like it feels like it should have killed her. Yeah. Okay. Vega's like, there's cameras everywhere, you fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. Everyone is going to know that it was you. And Tulipang is like, fuck it. And still, and then that's when she like starts leaning in. And Vega's like, I'm not blinking. She blinks. Yeah. And I wrote, she stabs her? Like, I couldn't tell. But Can't Vega tell. sinks into the tub. And because the tub is filled with blood or black or whatever, you can't see her face underneath. But you do see the reflection of Tulipang in the water, like looking down. And Tulipang kind of touches it and caresses the water. And then Vega pops back up. And this is another thing that happens that I was like, what? And all of a sudden... Too many blackouts. Tulipang's head gets smashed on one of the paintings that is above the tub. The scissors fall out of her hand and like land standing, standing up, up basically yeah. and she falls back into the water after getting her head slammed into the into this painting vega at this time is like crawling out of the tub and trying to like escape this moment <laughs> <laughs> that is very confusing and oh my god she finds glass on the ground she uh, cuts the her hog ties off and she crawls over to the bed and it's literally the same footage from when she saw that woman crawling on her bed. So when it happened before, it was her. So Vega is, is... the ring lady. But what? <laughs> <sighs> Wait, I wrote it. So she crawls to the bed just like in the security footage it was yes. her it was her all along so all the things she saw those were all the premonitions that she was having of Tulipang coming over to kill her yes okay so i mean still okay like i get it yeah but like the twist is i don't know it doesn't quite work for me we'll it, get the to this more C continue i'm sorry so it's her and you hear the a voiceover of Tulipang saying you had a premonition. Women often have this happen to them. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Tulipan gets up from the tub and starts going after Vega, who is crawling out of the hallway, uh, into the hallway. Now, at this point, too, there was a moment where the camera also shows us that the hangers are moving again. Yes. So Vega does something where she pulls something or is moving or whatever, and the hangers is basically her. Like, she's seen the hangers so many times, that that was all premonition stuff. Okay. This... Oh, thank you for clarifying because <laughs> I I thought maybe what ha- there was like this is what my brain told me which is completely incorrect. I thought it was like the hangers were a secret passageway <laughs> where Tulipan could get into the apartment to like spy on her. Like I thought that that was like how the bucket was stolen and like taken out of the apartment and stuff like that. But it never shows you that kind of thing. So it was clearly just well, like now I'm mind fucked and I'm like, is that what it was? I how could it be because they never showed us like a pasillo or something. They yo, never did. No creo because like she crawls out of her own apartment. Yeah, she does. <laughs> they never show you that. Anyway, let's right. keep going cuz who who knows? <laughs> who knows? So, <laughs> she's out in the hallway, Tulipan is like walking slowly after her and she basically is like this part I didn't understand. She's like I wanted to leave and I wanted to get rid of her, and so I was going to practice with you? Dude, I don't know. I Here at this point, I was like, is she taking out her rage on her mom, on Vega, or did she actually... Well, th- there's no way that Tulipan killed the woman who died in 1974. Like, no. that is not the case here. I don't understand. Because she's saying the same things as before. Like, I'm an insect and stuff like that. And it's like, I, I don't know. I also don't, I know. don't know. She, I'm pretty sure she's like, I was going to get rid of her the way I'm going to do to you. And yeah. then she says, it's cold. I think I'm going to get sick. And then she falls down and you see the scissors that are in her back. And she's dead. Bye. Wait, bye. <laughs> so we see Maybe? that... Vega is craw- is now outside of the full building. She has left that building officially out into the streets. She's crawling out in that crazy dress. A taxi pulls up and he's like, "Oh my god, ma'am, are you okay? What do you what's happening?" And she's like, "I need to go to the hospital." And he's like, "Yeah, the emergency room is 24 hours a day. Like we're fine." And she's like, "No, I'm not going to the emergency room. I'm going to go visit someone." Mm-hmm. Which that's the moment I was like, oh, when she was calling Jairo, he was in the hospital because he's still alive with burns. Right. Yeah, he's alive. But then at this point, I was like, OK, well, th- didn't she just get stabbed in the chest with a pair of scissors? Like, I don't know if she did get stabbed. I don't know if she did. I, I think don't that... think she... I, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think she did either. Well, just so you all know, that is the end of our movie. Fiend. That's the end. <laughs> now, Fiend. I did catch that when she was on the phone calling Jairo, when when the woman, the operator front desk person, I did catch that she said, Hospital Municipal. Like, that's what she said on the phone. I did not so hear at that the... at all. And at one point, the dad was like, shouldn't you call Jairo? Like, right. you should call him up. So I knew that he was alive. He was just probably really fucked up. Right. Like, he was badly injured. So at the end here... She says to the taxi driver, she's like, take me to Hospital Municipal or whatever they call it. I don't remember. So I was like, "Okay, well, I guess the the message here is that she 
has gotten her over her agoraphobia and now she's ready to go and face be her with fears, her man. be with Heidel and be like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Let's figure this out together. Right. But there's still so much before that I'm just like, gay? I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I have no idea. <laughs> now, again, we should say... We watched this on YouTube. It was very, very shitty, poor, grainy quality. Somebody, like, filmed this off of a, of a TV. Because uh, did we mention that when we watched this? Oh, like, yeah, we didn't. The version you will see, <laughs> yeah. like, at one point, something flashes on the bottom of the screen, which is clearly, like, an ad for something. Yeah, but you it's... know how, like, in TV, they'll be, like, Thursday nights at 9 p.m., catch whatever, yeah. and it'll just be, like, a scroll at the bottom, but you still yeah. get to see your full... It looked like that, but it'll, but it'll, they... they obviously snipped all that off in the bottom of the fucking screen. If you're going to watch this, you got to be committed to just being a little confused due to the poor quality of that YouTube Exactly. Film, or you know? if you're a, an internet genius and can find it on Pornhub or anywhere else that is streaming it, let us know if Honestly, I would totally watch this again with like to see like the clear thing. Yeah. Because it's hard to judge, or not judge, but hard to kind of talk about something when it's like, this is not how the director intended us to watch this movie. Absolutely. Or the writer. But still, we're talking about it, and hey, <laughs> here so, we are. I, I, this, is the, this is what happens when you watch movies, foreign movies sometimes, is you're not yeah. going to get the stuff that you want. It's not always going to be Amazon Prime all the time, baby. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, that's just shows goes to show that there is unfortunately a lot of like poor representation. Absolutely, you know? like, and people want to see these movies. Hello, like, people, I want to see this real thing. Me too. Um, do you have? Do we have trivia? I have a little bit of trivia. Do you have okay. any? Okay, I have a little bit. Would you like to go first? You can go first. I've been talking for a while. Okay, all right. Take a take a breather, and here we go. So there is a uh, Mexican remake of this movie. Yes, with Bas Vega, who is so, Spanish. At some point, Nicole Kidman and director James Wan were once set to collaborate on an English language version remake of this film, but the project was scrapped. That, that must have been way back when, like during the height of the, you know, the grudge, the ring, all that stuff when that was like the those are the kind of horror movies that were really popular. Right. So I found this article from a website called cinevistablog.com written by Sandra M. Rios. I will kind of paraphrase what she says here, but she says a lot of people thought that the news about the remake was fake, but that she's like, no, it's actually true. It's true. Don't like, don't get it twisted. Apparently a producer of The Ring, Roy Lee, watched a trailer of the movie. So he got in touch with these brothers, the director, the writer, and he spoke with Kidman, who was going to be a producer as well as star in the film. So then they started to do rewrites, and apparently there was a rewrite with Fern Lee Phillips. I don't know who that is, but he apparently wrote uh, The Number 23 with Jim Carrey, which I've never seen. Never seen either. But the brothers did not like... They weren't feeling, I th guess, the adaptation or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it says here, too, that their opinion didn't really matter, which sucks. 
Wow. That really sucks. That like they're like, well, we're not really feeling what you're doing and nobody really cared. At least that's what I'm gathering from this article. So this was like a big thing for these brothers. You know, their movie is going to get remade, which is pretty cool. Right. And well, it's cool. But also like I, th- the movie, this one in particular, I feel like a lot of remakes. I'm like, you didn't need to do it. Just watch the original version. Right. This one, I feel like you could expand on and make better. Absolutely. But at the time, there was a strike, like a script writer strike in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the writer's strike. Writer's strike, which for them was like a a roadblock. Yeah. And then Kidman, Nicole Kidman was pregnant. So she, I think, was like, I can't do this right now. Right. So they're like, well, shit. And then James Wan was straight up like he had done Saw. He was busy with Insidious, The Conjuring, all this stuff. So he's like, I don't want to do horror anymore. And he started focusing on Fast and the Furious 7. Hell yeah. So, uh, (laughs) which I thought was fun. And then so basically that was it. Like it just kind of fell apart for these brothers, which really, really sucks. Yeah. It says here, like I looked up the brothers and they do still continue. They, like the Esteban is working on some Netflix show called El Chapo as a writer. And um, ¿cómo se llama el otro? Eh, Juan Felipe. Juan Felipe, thank you. The the director brother, Juan Felipe, he has like, he's done some recent projects, but it does seem to have kind of like thinned out recently. Mm-hmm. The vibe I'm getting is that this was a real bummer for these guys. Sure. Not that, a, a, you know, an American remake is necessary for you by any means. But, but it'll it give you they, money. It'll give you a, some money, a big old boost. Nicole Kidman is Hello. attached to your project. And I'm like, sure this that... was around the time of The Others, which was huge. I mean, she's a huge, huge star. And just to think like that they would have been connected to this. I think at one point, the director, Juan Felipe, was actually going to direct it. Wow. He was like considered to direct. It all just went to shit. And I clearly think that that it just like really sucked for them what a bummer uh let's see here that's basically it apparently the apartment where vega lived was an uh was originally an abandoned gym mm-hmm. and that the darkness of the place is similar to that of old apartments in downtown bogota i also read through a lot of reviews just to kind of tell me what i just saw what happened and most of the reviews were just as confused as i was as we were great and that is it. You literally oh. read every single trivia thing that I had. So none for me. Are you me. serious? Yeah. Mine wow. was Esteban Orozco has written for the Netflix show El Chapo. There's a Mexican remake. James Wan, The Apartment Where Vega. Like literally everything you just said. <laughs> There was there was not a lot. There I mean, wasn't. maybe I I looked uh, I looked up all the actors and you know. Oh, for maybe them. maybe the one the one thing that I didn't write down because I was like, eh, who cares? Uh-huh. Is um the girl who played Tulipang Panic uh-huh. at the Disco? I guess was in a movie with Javier Bardem and uh, Penelope Cruz uh, called Loving Pablo. That was about Pablo Escobar. Which I've oh, never shit. heard of before in my life. Yeah, no, never. So there's that. I there did you look go. up. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, all those IDB, IDB. What? All like on IMDb, all the actors seem to have pretty like extensive good careers. Colum- Colombian yeah. careers. Yeah, good so for good them. for them. Well, since I stole all of your <laughs> trivia, why don't I ask you some questions okay. first? Okay. All right, Eileen, were you scared? You know if. If this had been a better version of the film, I feel like I would have been more scared. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say I had my moments. Were you? I'm going to say yes. And I thought 
it was creepy. It maybe has to do with the fact that it felt like I was watching a fucking like uh, snuff film because it was so fucking grainy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was genuinely creeped out at some some parts of this movie. For so, sure. Yes. What was your best scare? I'm gonna say when when the when the when the tub drained on its own for the first time. Like that was the first jump for me. Yeah. What about you? That got me too. Uh, for me, it is Tulipan's ghost boy story at the pool. Yeah. I thought her telling of that story was so, so creepy. It really, really gave me the heebie-jeebies. Nice. So that swimming ghost boy, creepy. Yeah. Uh, who was your favorite character? I'm going to give it to old crazy eyes, Magoo. Oh, shit. Okay. Just because he was on screen for, what, five minutes max? But those mm. eyes, like, I, those eyes... Listen, I have big eyes myself, and I think his are like I. I'll never forget those eyes, and yeah, he was just yeah. I mean, he was the way they filmed him up close in the with the footage from the from the security of the peephole that it was particularly enhancing of the eyes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with him. I mean, they cast him for those eyes. Yeah, that's for sure. What about you? Uh, I guess I'm just gonna have to give it to Vega because we spend the most time with her. Sure. I didn't particularly find her i wasn't like i like you you're cool i just just like this is about you so vega sure sure uh, what was your best line en esta casa espantan it's <laughs> a great line yeah en esta casa espantan in this house they spook you what about you in, i Mine was also a Vega line, but it was, it's not, I had trouble picking a line because yeah, I was there like, was, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Quien sabe. Yeah. Um, so I just picked, que estas haciendo, Vega? Because for real, what, what are you, are you doing, doing Vega? <laughs> when she's on the, like, on, she gets off the phone, she's like, what am I doing? I was like, could you actually please take a moment to explain please to me tell what you're doing? Us, because ma'am. I don't know. I, I'm confused. Uh, what was your best death? I guess the only one there was. Tulipan panic at the disco. That was it. Yeah. I guess I've got to give it to her too. So you did it, girl. Sucks for you, panic at the disco. <laughs> did you learn anything? Did you learn anything uh, about the culture? No. No, me either. God, I feel like we're being such assholes, but we're like not. it's just look. We're absolutely it's just not. Just the way it is. This is how it happened. This is what it was. There wasn't anything like particularly Colombian about it, and yeah. uh, and there was like twists and turns in it which there were needed some ironing out absolutely and I, i'm ab- i'm guaranteeing you we totally lost a good chunk of stuff because of the quality of the youtube video that we had which is a yeah. shame yeah and i'm sure there is um i'll say this there's there's a lot of potential with this totally. movie and i feel yeah. like there's like uh, think about copycat like sigourney weaver being an agoraphobe like that's real creepy and yeah. i wanted more of her having the agoraphobia keep sure. her so cuz the one scene that i was like this is really effective is when she was running away from the ghost that was on top of her in the tub the first time and she opens the door and she physically can't get out and like I wanted more more moments like that. And also, I think Panic at the Disco was supposed to be obsessed with her. 
Like, I think that was the point of her character. And that didn't really... I think we needed more examples of her, like... Like, we get it. You're drilling holes in her wall and stuff like that. But we needed more... Like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, uh, how's it going? Hey, like... Mm -hmm. Like, if you could have found the balance of, is this a ghost? But also, why is my neighbor a freak? Like... I think they yeah. tried to incorporate a little bit too much of a bunch of different things and it didn't pan out the way that it could have. There's a great movie in there. There's genuine spooks. There's like mm-hmm. even in the shitty version we saw, like there was I was scared. I was scared and like yeah. I'm sure that probably also helped, but like it also hindered. It was a mixture yeah. of both. So I think yeah. um I know the final question is how many ooze are we going to give this yeah. movie? Um mm-hmm. I'm going to give it 2 because of the potential and 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 you know for me the ooze are the spooks and in, involved. Mm-hmm. And there were enough for me to be like what's the deal, you know? Like that this is real creepy. So for me 2 ooze in this movie. What about you? I'm going to give it 2 and a half. I think uh, I, for me too, it's also the potential. I think the half is just because, like, I feel bad, sure. you know. <laughs> so I want to give them a little bit more. Um, we should we should definitely check out the remake, the Mexican remake, to see what the. I mean, eventually, not right away, but like when, yeah. when we eventually get to it, I'm interested to see because I'm pretty sure uh, they were involved. They were involved. They wrote the screenplay. Yeah. So yeah. I I agree. I think we should totally watch it. I just I, I I think that the whole remake thing, like the Nicole Kidman one, that falling through was probably a real shitty bummer. Yeah. But continue to make your work. Like just keep going. You got write, stuff, guys. Do your thing. Yeah. You got it. Like you have a good idea here. Sure, it needs some fleshing out, but you you got pretty good performances. You made us jump a couple of times. Keep going. Like, yeah. Just keep doing it. Is this super like condescending? Of, condescending of me? <laughs> yeah, no, a little bit. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sure they are actually working. That they're not sitting at home. Totally. Crying. Like that's not. Yeah. <laughs> if my but guy you, is you working on El Chapo, yeah, we're they're doing fine. He's fine. We're the ones in our fucking closets, okay? Like they're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like these dickheads. But let me tell you something, Johnny and the world. Uh-huh. That's Hollywood, baby. You see, that's Hollywood. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You want to sell your idea to me? Well, uh, give me your soul as well. Uh, <laughs> so that's it, guys. Well, we did it. Hey. Thank you so much for listening and sticking around mm-hmm. in this confusing episode. We are just as confused as you are. We're sorry yeah. if, yep. if that's how you feel. But guess what? Sometimes it's going to happen. That's that's the way it is. That's yeah. the way it is. I still, you watch this movie. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's, it'll fly by. It will. Um, yeah. Check us out on social media. We're at Uikyorror everywhere. Rate and review us, please, because that's really helpful. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. Send us love on Twitter, Instagram, all over the place. We're there. We're there. We appreciate it. Have a lovely yeah. week. Uh, drink lots of water because it's good for your health. <laughs> Your body, yeah. It's good go for, for a walk. your body. Oh God, I need to go for. I've been in my home too long. Yesterday, going to the grocery store, I was like, "Am I a new woman?" The world, yeah. Oh my God, now we're agoraphobes. Oh no, <laughs> Johnny, how did we not even put that together? We should have been like. I, honestly, now that we're here at the end, I totally thought of this as we were watching it. I was like, as soon as the all this pandemic stuff is quote unquote over. 
we're going to leave our apartments and be like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Get me. I want to be back inside. Like, that's just the way it's going to be. Listen, I'm a Taurus and a homebody. Like, that's just how I am <laughs> in general. So I can only imagine yeah. when we are finally allowed. It's going to be overwhelming. Yeah. So we feel you, Vega. Yeah. So anyways, take a breath. Take a, Go outside. Don't become an agoraphobe. Yeah. Uh, take a walk. Take a walk. And finally, hey, Johnny, I love you. I love you, too. See you <laughs> next week. Adios. Adios. Sonoro. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.